We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Parkins and Spiegel Show. If y'all ready, give me a hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Mark Grody. I love that Bryce Young talked about his uh, his size today. He had to answer to it, of course. Again, I, I've been this size, uh, you know, respectfully my, my whole life. I've been this size, respectfully, <laughs> my whole life. It's a hard hat holidays, respectfully. That's a man child. You're such a baby. You're a, uh, I'm not you're a, a grown man baby. Are you saying I'm a man child? I've been this size, uh, you know, respectfully my, my whole life. That's inaccurate. That is inaccurate. Right? Maybe since he was 14, though. Well, I don't know, but I think like most of us he started a lot smaller a lot smaller and, and then kind of slowly built up to where he is right now why is it okay for women to say oh you're five feet on dating sites you should be dead that's okay maturation yeah. is a process yeah I, I put that quote on on twitter this morning as well and i had some doozy responses like man feel bad for his mother i feel sorry for your mother what you say about my mom you feel sorry for who? Wow. <laughs> to give, birth to a, wow. To give birth to a six foot child. Yes. Mrs. Phillips, let me see if I can explain. Uh, you gave birth to what we call in the medical profession a dude. <laughs> How do you, folks? The name's Ted Brogan. <laughs> Ted Brogan? We were going to name you Michael. Yeah? Well, it's Ted Brogan. <laughs> Check me out. I'm packing. Woo! <laughs> Thanks, Daddy O. That's your umbilical cord. Ew. Hey, Doc, a little help? I've been this size, uh, you know, respectfully my, my whole life. One, two, three. And here we go, Jim. Here we go. Here we go, Jim. Here we go, Tony. The Parkins and Spiegel Show. Afternoons from 2 to 6 on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Thanks for hanging out, Parkins and Spiegel on The Score. It is a busy week in the NFL, coming off a busy week in the NFL, and it's just interesting, Speaks. I I got the antenna up a little bit from all the stuff that I've been reading out of the Combine about the real possibility of the Bears maybe making a trade or a move sooner than we would have anticipated uh-huh. uh, because free agency starts uh, March 15th. Tomorrow's the tag deadline. We got the news today that uh, looks like Derek Carr is going to the Saints. Uh, a couple this, other and a, bits of NFL news trickling out. Yeah, right now um, Geno Smith signed a three-year deal with the Seahawks. So mm-hmm. three years doesn't necessarily 100% remove them from drafting a quarterback, but I think it makes it much less likely that they would draft a quarterback with the fifth pick in the draft. 
Uh, Orlando Brown not being franchise tagged by the Chiefs. Frank Clark going to hit the open market as well. Not going to bring him back in Kansas City. Calvin Ridley being reinstated in Jacksonville, which gives them uh, kind of a glut of wide receivers for Trevor Lawrence at yeah. this point. And Peter King saying that Ryan Poles, he's quoting him as saying, you know, that he's got, he knows he could get a 2024 and 2025 one if he trades down and he's already heard from multiple teams, which kind of confirms what my suspicion was midweek last week. It was like, he's already gotten multiple offers that he's comfortable with, which is why he was going even harder and harder on that. Justin was going to be his guy. He, he, he's trading the pick. And now it's just a question of how far is he willing to trade down? So we can, we can go in any direction off that, but um, the idea, first of all, of Orlando Brown hitting the open market. What does that mean the Chiefs think of him? See, he did not have a very good year. I know. We had that from Wani the other day when Dave Wanstead was here. Right. Explaining the color coding system for the players and how Orlando Brown did not have a good year, even though you think of him as this franchise left tackle that must be kept. Well, because he played on the franchise tag. Like he, pe- people, the, the thought was that they, he was going to get franchise tagged for a second time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was the reason. But apparently he didn't have a very good year. I mean, I didn't watch every snap of every Chiefs game, but they're on national TV six times over the course of the year. Plus, uh, I follow enough Chiefs people on my timeline and watch every minute of those playoff games. He... He did not have a very impressive postseason. Don't you think offensive line play is one of those things that it's really easy to be out of town stupid about? Yes. Because you have to break down the film or talk to the people who are breaking down the film and understand what the assignments were and who did what. But it's why I kind of trust, like, you know, just having worked there for six years, I still follow. You got to go to those locals. Chiefs bloggers, Chiefs radio hosts, Chiefs writers or whatever. None of them are that worried about Orlando Brown leaving, which should just tell you something. Like it tells it, you that I don't really want to pay him at the top of the tackle free agent market this offseason. Right. Uh, also, I don't think that just because they're not franchise tagging him doesn't mean necessarily that he's leaving Kansas City. It makes it more likely. Uh, but he could. They could say, "Hey, hit the open market. See what you got. See what you got. Come back to us, and maybe he gets paid. You know, less than." a second franchise tag worth mm-hmm. of money on an annual basis, but he still gets, I don't know, $15 million per year, $20 million. You know what yeah. I mean? Like maybe he still gets a ton of money on a multi-year deal and it ends up being in Kansas city, but it's three or 4 million per less per year, less than the second franchise tag would have been. And they can spread out the cap hit a little bit. more. I think knowing that polls knows that he gave that quote that he could get a first-round pick next year and in 25, a one in each of the next two drafts, not this one, for trading that pick it lets you know that, that that value is further down and he is considering and might actually do it. So I, I, I really and, – and, and if not, he's going to use that as leverage and you know, try to get more out of, out of some of these other teams to not go down that low – but I find myself really trying to think about who he loves enough at number nine to be okay going down that far. And I keep thinking about offensive linemen. Not necessarily my guy Peter Skaronsky with, what, the 32 and a quarter inch arms? Yeah. Which seems to be a death sentence. That official measurement is kind of a death sentence for being drafted as a tackle. 
Uh, as it, a sure thing tackle. As being drafted as a sure thing tackle, that arm length appears to be a death sentence. So I might have to give give up that dream. But maybe at nine, he thinks he can get Paris Johnson, who's the tackle from Ohio State, and he feels good enough about that. Well, it's it's a, it's a fun it's a fun hypothetical, and we could do it uh, as a as a polls position. But like trading, if you traded down to nine, and you got multiple first-round picks into the future, right? So you'd get the ninth overall pick, you get next year's first, you get the 20, 25 first, plus other draft picks for this year. Pro- probably the second from this year. Yeah, to recoup the second that you give up for Claypool. Right. It, you could then just say, we're going to use that asset on offense, whether it's Paris Johnson, whether it's we're going to do what all of these teams seem to be doing. We're going we're gonna to draft uh, Jackson Smith and Jeba who had the fastest three-cone drill, is the separator, is the guy that all the Ohio State receivers that have come out said, oh, he's the best one. He knows Justin Fields. They played together for one year. Uh, we're gonna, they paired Jamar Chase with Joe Burrow. They paired Devontae Smith with Jalen Hurts. Yep. We're going we're gonna to do the copycat league thing and bring the Ohio State wide receiver and pair him with the Ohio State quarterback, and we're going to sign offensive linemen in free agency and we're going to really throw resources at supporting Justin Fields. And Justin Fields is our guy. And Justin Fields is our guy. And Justin Fields is our guy. And then if he falters, or if he doesn't take that leap, you've got two firsts in next year's draft, and you've got two firsts in the draft the year after that, and you don't have to commit to that second contract with Fields yet because you would have the draft ammo if he's bad and you're bad uh-huh. to take your quarterback or to move up and take another rookie quarterback. I like that thinking a lot, uh, and I, I I like the idea that a of course we we think and and polls has said he's earned the right to be given weapons to find out whether he can be the guy. So let's yeah. go ahead and do that, and then you get the clarity, man. Like that, it's easy to forget. But this year is when you need to have the clarity about Justin Fields by the end of it. By we, the end of the year. By the end of the year. Yeah. You need to know for sure whether you're going to ne- pick up the option or use that as the reason that you negotiate the extension, which is how it is done for quarterbacks. So I know we felt like we needed to have the clarity last year, and I'm sure Ryan Poles wanted to have the clarity, but you at least have the clarity that you go into next year. And, 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 and so if you're going to do that, if the goal is clarity, then give him everything you can. Re- really give it a chance to work. Yeah, and rookie wide receivers have been more productive than ever the last, like, five years. It's kind of changed. Just how, uh, NFL offenses have become more like college offenses, and there are more good receivers that come in, and it's just been this crazy com- confluence of factors yeah. that has led to rookie wide receivers are just good. Now, th- this wide receiver class is not seen to as being as, as great, uh, so some people will say that that's a big reach if you take a receiver at nine. That is inevitably going to be something that people say, but if it's the first or the second one in the draft, yeah, I mean, listen, you just you just have to be right. You just have to be right. You know what I like about the idea of of Injigba or Injiba? I think it's Injigba. I think right. I think yeah, yeah I think it's, it's a it, soft eye. Yeah, uh, I think I said it incorrectly the first time I said it. It's Injigba. Soft eye. Is that also, the right? Eh? Um, yeah. Not eye, but it's like Injigba. Uh, yeah, Injigba, and it's a and, hard G. It's a correct. spoken G. Yeah. Jackson Smith in Jigba. In Jigba. I'm pretty sure that's how it's pronounced. All right, good talk. So what I like about the idea of him, uh, multiple things to like, but if you get him, uh, then all of a sudden Claypool, you don't have to think about Claypool. Is is that our number one wide receiver? Maybe you do put Claypool back inside at the slot, which is where 
um, which is where the Steelers had decided to play him. Or maybe he does do a, a few tight end things, which he did in uh, in college at Notre Dame. You know, like instead of, instead of trying to force him into this number one wide receiver role on the outside, which he hasn't taken to yet, maybe you can use him in some different ways without all the pressure. Yeah, I mean, that would be ideal. I mean, he, he still has to be the one. You, you have to actually draft him and he has to be good enough to be a, yep. a true number one because they they need that and it's it's tough to do but I mean like I said man it seems like every year whether it was Chris Olave mm. or Garrett Wilson hell even Drake London very good on Atlanta absolutely know, you know it's like it feels like every year now there's a few there are a few rookie wide receivers and then that doesn't even get to the guys like like George Pickens who was inconsistent but productive sky Moore had big moments in the play but those are second round picks right Mm -hmm. those are not number one uh receivers at least not not right away but they're in a they're in a great spot and I just I thought for sure we still had a lot of time left but Paul seems to really be putting it out there uh and maybe it's misdirection and maybe it's a smokescreen but he seems to be really be putting it out there and what Hogue mentioned when he was on with us kind of preparing for it is if the free agent class is as bad as people say it is and it's why this tag deadline Matters a lot, right? Like, the Giants are going to be a team to watch. If the Giants end up franchise tagging Daniel Jones, that means Saquon Barkley is not getting the franchise tag. Maybe that's something that the Bears could spend money on Mm -hmm. in free agency. Like, how many good players actually after tomorrow is Ryan Poles going to be able to negotiate with? And then between then and March 15th, he'll be able to say, all right, there aren't enough players that are going to hit free agency that are going to make me want to spend this cap space that I need to spend. So we just, you know, this is talk radio. We don't have a lot of the the information. Neither do the writers. Neither does anybody right now. Just Ryan Poles has it. But there's so many things. Like, how are the negotiations going with Jalen Johnson? Right? You have to spend a certain amount of money. Mm-hmm. And so hopefully you spend it on actual players that are worth it. And so is Orlando Brown one of them? Where I come back to is if Ryan Poles can evaluate anybody in the world, he should be able to evaluate Orlando Brown Jr. He was in Kansas City. He was a former NFL offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. If there is one person he should make the correct read on, it should be this guy. <sighs> I have to give up my Skaronsky dream, right? Do you? I, I think you probably I do. Think I, do. I, I think I do. You know, I think mean, I do. That was short-lived. Oh, and I'm now s- the floor for the Cubs is 72 wins. <laughs> but you know what I could see? What? Is, uh, you know, Orlando, Orlando Brown Jr. walks from Kansas City, and yeah. the Chiefs take their shot on Peter Skaronsky to be their left tackle. <laughs> the guy, yeah, short arms, yeah, but the guy, it's in his DNA to be a left tackle. All right, he's born for it. With the 31st pick in the draft, oh, yeah. the Kansas City Chiefs select Peter Skaronsky. You, you know what? Speaks wanted him at six. That, that <laughs> could be, well, you know, so I don't get him at six, but maybe I can get him at, at 21. Um, our Greg Gabriel was was tweeting about Skaronsky and the arms and said there's absolutely no chance that it that it can happen. Uh, and he said as soon as they measure the arms of, of Zach Martin, they when Zach Martin came out of Notre Dame, he had 32 and a half inch arms. The Cowboys promptly moved him inside to guard. So I expect similar from Skaronsky. So and that's where so where was Zach Martin draft drafted? 24, something like that, I yeah. think. Back first hand. round. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he was first round pick. Thing to note about Orlando Brown Jr. though, we we 
consider him having his best game in the Super Bowl, right? It's a good day to have your best game. Yep. But also that Eagles pass rush, which was so good all year, generated nothing. Now we know the Chiefs line is good, but what do we know also about that game is the, the, field. the field was horrendous. So I'm wondering, I hope that Ryan Poles does not put too much stock into that one game, even though obviously the results were there for Orlando Brown. Yeah, no, that's, that's a good point because I said he didn't have a very good postseason, but obviously the whole line had a great Super Bowl. That Jaguars game, he got abused in that in that playoff game. He looked absolutely horrifying in that uh, divisional round game. So mm. Orlando Brown did. So, you, but you're but you're right. The whole Chiefs offensive line looked good in the uh, in the Super Bowl. 16th overall for Zach Martin in the first round. Ooh, 2014, 16th overall pick. That's higher than you would think for a guard. Higher than I would think. Thank you, you Shane. You just don't. Offensive line guru, Shane I'm, I'm digging into the draft, me and Chris. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Famously. Previous drafts as well. Yeah. Depends on the day. Oh, there was a good Shane drop in that uh, American Girl bit. There was, yeah. The, the, uh, the waiter at the American Girl Doll Cafe's name was Shane. Yes. Yeah. Hi, I'm Shane. I'll be taking care of you this afternoon. <laughs> yeah. I'll be taking care I of you. I was rolling, man. I was it, rolling at that sketch. It was, it was a very good was, sketch. It was a good sketch. The monologue was, was rough. Horrible. Yeah. Awful. It was... But but he but he was a pretty good actor in that sketch, and I'm told he, he was yeah. a good actor in a couple other sketches. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. Travis yesterday. Kelsey. He's a charismatic, yeah. good-looking dude. Like he's got. I don't know if he'll be an action star, or like you know what I mean, something like that after his career. But he's going to be an entertainer. Maybe like Kyle Long's dad, he could um, be in a movie like Broken Arrow with uh, Robert De Niro. Possible. Yeah, the sky's the limit for him. Absolutely. My God, Johnny T. Johnny a little T. Handsy. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. 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 <laughs> yeah. So you watched every sketch, Shane? Yeah, I watched the whole thing yesterday when I got home. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Kelsey Ballerini, too. Man. She's writing a... She just wrote a breakup record, for those who don't listen to country music, about her divorce with very popular male country singer Morgan Evans. Mm. Man. Some strong stuff from Kelsey Ballerini. Kelsey and she's and, smoking hot. Kelsey and Kelsey on the show. Yeah. Did, did they make that joke? Did they... In the promo. She was not in bed? any of the sketches. Hmm. It's a missed opportunity. Yeah, yeah, I was kind of surprised by that. Yeah, were you were you threatened in any way by Travis Kelsey's uh, monologue? Because in what? Oh, oh no, he did a horrendous his, his, Pat oh Mahomes for four for like seconds, four or five seconds. It was horrible. It sounded like my first draft. Well, let's we let's 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 hear it. It's great to be here, and if you don't know, I just won my second Super Bowl. <laughs> Which was amazing, but for me, hosting SNL is that much better. I'm lying to you all. I'm lying. I'm kidding. <laughs> Winning the Super Bowl was way better. Uh, but seriously. <laughs> Hilarious. Seriously, I'm honored that SNL asked me to host. I was nervous about doing a monologue. But then I remembered, I'm actually, I'm pretty good with words. I'm pretty good with words. Like during uh, games, I do these super eloquent pump-up speeches for my teammates. Please watch. More, 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 more. And sometimes I even do it in my Pat Mahomes voice. Five, more, more, more. Do it, Cal. Do it. Love you, Pat. Probably the. No, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. 
And he was at, at Super Bowl Media Day talking up like he's got the best one outside of Andy Reid. He's got, uh, he's got that irrational confidence, man. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. He probably just gets to do it for Mahomes, and it probably kills the locker room. Yeah. So he's got a very receptive, engaging audience. Because I'm not there. Yeah. So you would be popular in the Chiefs locker room. Yeah, I mean, I'd be, I'd be incredibly popular. Like, it, it, I, I am popular in the Chiefs locker room, I'd well, say. That's right. Yeah, as, yeah. The, as the MVP, yeah, you should be popular. You know who's not probably going to be popular in the Chiefs locker room? Uh, Jackson Mahomes. Oh, that's right. We have the opportunity to break news here on the show. We're able to exclusively get Pat Mahomes' response yeah, uh, so we, we've talked about this, Danny, in the family group chat. We're all well aware that Jackson getting a little handsy there with the, with the bartender, the owner of the bar. Uh, you see it on video. A lot of people on the internet saying, well, we don't really know if that was Jackson as his brother. I can tell you that was him. We've, <laughs> we've had a long conversation about it. It was very, very inappropriate, and we feel for this uh, this woman and her family. And I will personally be donating $5 million to that bar. Oh, wow. <laughs> but it's not an effort to make this go away because, as you know, on the show, I want nothing, nothing, Danny, but the worst for Jackson. So I, I hope that he, he faces some consequences here. Right. No, you're just trying to do right by the owner of that bar. And yeah. You just, but you, you don't want to help out Jackson no, because you no. hate him. No, I, I would never. I would never. And if we could find Brittany to find a way to get her into some some, <laughs> some trouble situation, <laughs> some, some trouble, yeah, you can say some compromising. Yeah. yeah, like to get rid of her too. <laughs> He'll spend another five mil on that if need be. I could. Yeah. I, honestly, the number for that one is unlimited. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is this is an exclusive reporting. It's amazing. The right go here. the go away money for for Jackson Mahomes. Yeah, and needless to say, we're a little embarrassed. Yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense. Be. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, what an entitled jamoke. Yeah, allegedly. Yeah, I mean the video makes it. It's pre- pretty, pretty pretty obvious. Pretty, pretty scummy. Yeah, pretty scummy behavior. But uh, that's that's what we do around here. We're able to get the first exclusive comments from Pat Mahomes on his brother Jackson. You know, there's a few things that we do better than every <laughs> other radio show. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus in a way you haven't heard, and then we can answer some questions for one last thing. Parkinson, speak on the score. I'm a big dog in Vegas. I'm a high roller. At many casinos. It's coming. We can't wait. Hope to see you out there. We're going to be at Circuit Resort and Casino in Vegas. We want you to join us. Stadium Swim Thursday and Friday, the 23rd and 24th of this month. Speaks, that means by my count, we are 17 days away from our first show in Vegas. There are still multiple options available if you're looking to come out to Vegas, watch the tournament on any of the weekends, sportsbook, stadium swim, as well as the private man caves for groups. And did you know, Danny, there's also a wonderful baseball tie-in. Take me out to Vegas because it's for the first time in decades. All 30 MLB teams are playing on opening day. And they're going to be celebrating that at Circa. No better place to watch every pitch live than right there at Circa. Man, that is so soon. Cannot wait. I know it. How about that, by the way? Good job by Major League Baseball. First time in decades every team is playing on opening day. Yeah, they held on to this weird-ass tradition. Way to figure that out. Yeah, they held on to this weird-ass tradition that the Cincinnati Reds get to start before everybody else. Yeah. Like, what? what are you doing? Yeah. No, that, that's, that's not a tradition. That's, they, they, that's they, not a tradition. They, they don't. They don't. That's a, it is a tradition. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, not a good one. Right. Yeah. Mm. Well, ba- baseball people don't like uh, change. I don't know if you're aware of that. Shocking. Yeah. Shocking. So uh, the guys that part of my take 
uh, Big Cat and PFT had Poles and Eberflus together from the Combine. And obviously they are a comedy sports podcast, number one sports podcast in the world. And Big Cat's a big Bears fan. And they were able to just kind of paint these guys in a light that was different and funny and in person. And there's a little football in here, but not a ton. And so we just want to get to know these guys' personality a little bit more. And we were very interested in the fact that they had putt-putt uh, in their 18-minute interviews. They asked them about it. You know, you're having fun interviews with people. You're bringing them into – are you in a hotel room? You got like a suite set up. You're playing putt-putt. You're doing... It's over at Lucas Oil in the suites. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah, the nice. lower suites there. So who's yeah. the best at putt-putt? This guy right here. Okay. Uh, Ian Cunningham made a bomb yesterday. Okay. Just so you know, I mean, it was it was unbelievable. Now we certainly practiced, of course, but we give the uh, players you know three putts at it, and the coach only gets one. So. What, what are you looking for? Do you want a player to be good at putt putt? Because me, me personally, I would not want a player to be really good at putt putt. Oh, uh, it depends. You know, the skill players are pretty good at it. You know, the quarterbacks all play golf. You know, a lot of the receivers surprisingly play golf. So it was mm-hmm. uh, all the big guys always pick darts. You know, they're like, yeah, hey yeah. man, give me some darts, and then they find out it's like double the length. You know, it's not a normal – I mean, it's a long okay. – it's a bomb shot. Yeah. So, um, so, so when you're watching that, um, are you looking for someone who gets, like, upset if they miss it? Like, I would – if I were uh, being drafted, I would go in there, I'd miss it, throw the thing, and <laughs> maybe be like, I got to control my emotion more, but, man, do I play with some edge. Like, yeah. I would just say that. You can see that, some competitiveness yeah. in there yeah. with those guys for yeah. sure, especially when I say, oh, it's tied now, who's going to win, and then you, we always throw that in there and – one more shot. And so what are the options that you put out for him? It's putt-putt, darts, and what else? That's it right now. Yeah. Okay. We only got two. Because you know, we only, we only we do about two we, minutes. Should we know? add something uh, Twister? Yeah, Twister. maybe yeah, Twister's Twister good. Twister, huh? I like got the flexibility. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think that's a little odd. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a little <laughs> odd. I'm thinking but, outside the yeah. box here. <laughs> uh, between the two of you, who has final say? On what? On a draft pick. Who has final say? Right here. Yeah. Well, you just had final say on that question. Oh. On on the game? You you just gave – you awarded him final say. So when you say that you technically have final say. That's true. You you gave him final say. So essentially you do. Okay. (laughs) Well, really, the the cool thing is um, we we don't really have to worry about that much. Our relationship's awesome. And, you know, we work through this together because it's it's that kind of partnership you got to have. That is fun. It's whatever you're trying to like the, the comedic hosts are just being funny, which those guys are. Mm. Then at some point the guy's like, I got to say something serious. <laughs> but, but I mean, we actually don't um, have that problem because we work together and we always come to a consensus. It, it, in all seriousness. <laughs> in all seriousness. I got to say, yes. It's not putt-putt or darts. It's uh, about the love of the game. Yeah. What makes the man. <laughs> you're kind of doing like a Francesa there. Was I? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Bleeding through. I got one impression. Uh Speaking of that, Poles did mention his most important trait, and it's uh, very football-y. Is there one specific trait that you would say trumps everything? Is it maybe intelligence, speed? Like, is there one that it's it's kind of like a baseline? We need this to even go to the next part of this evaluation. Yeah, it's, it's for us, it's passion for the game. And that's the cool thing about these interviews is kind of what you – you know, break the ice with, you know, the darts and the putt-putt and, and guys sit down and you throw the film on, you see this body language from the guys that it's, like, different. They get to the edge of their seat and they see the play and they're like, damn, you're like, why you? Why did you pick this play? And you're like, you know what play this is? We yeah. haven't even hit start yet. Right. Like, yeah, I got beat on this play. I wish I w- had that one back. Where there's other guys where it's like, you know, just kind of there's yeah, no flat. emotions yeah, there. Yeah. So the guys that get to the edge of the seat, they show it, you feel it. 
you're like, all right, jump in the car, let's go back to Chicago. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I like that answer because we, when you talk to, you know, we get to talk to a lot of players, a lot of successful players, and a lot of it is, like, you have to love football to a point because yeah. you're going to have to eat some Absolutely. and do some things and play through some injuries. Yeah, so hard. can you – has anyone in your evaluation uh, career – you don't have to name names, but has anyone able – to been able to like fake loving football in those moments and then you're like you get them on the team and you're like well, I would say this there's no faking when you're playing right you know so we always judge the number so we look at the tape the tape tells us passion the tape tells us love you know and then we can figure out hey because we want you to, you know if you love football you're going to practice that way too you yeah can't just shut it on and off you know during game time so um that's why we do all the investigative work right? yeah. that, that the scouts do and spend the whole year doing. And then we're going to do that now when we go to the pro days and all that. So yeah. but, uh, it's always on the tape. Damn, Iberflu- I wish Iberflus did more of that kind of talking and interviewing and just like being chill as opposed to him at the podium. You know, I mean, I know that's that's NFL life, but that's that's a different guy. Right there. There's a great story in there that we're not going to play. It's a little bit long, but he chronicles the first job interview in the NFL under Rob Ryan. And like it was like a 16 hour job interview, but just hearing him talk through all the steps and like just be a dude about it and talking about his day and one of his first big experiences in the NFL, it was cool stuff. Wow, that's interesting. He's a cat guy, though. Is, is that what you're telling me? So, do we have to hate him? I just... <laughs> Uh, Coach, I uh, I have a red flag of, for you as Ooh. well, and I'm not sure if this. We'll is, see if it's a red flag. Well, yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure if it's a real fact, right. but it's a fact that I read on the internet, so I'm pretty sure it's real. Okay, it says that you have four cats. Oh no! Incorrect. Are I have gonna... two cats. Oh okay. no! They were adopted when I was in Dallas. Okay. Okay. And named after the movie Frozen, Anna and Elsa. Okay. okay. So it's incorrect. So the four cats thing is a, we can dispel that. Yes, Don't you, use your kids to get out of this. No. If you're a it's, cat it, guy, it you're a cat like guy. We're using well, kids. I've, yeah. been, I've been around ladies my whole life, so I got uh-huh. two daughters and I got my wife of 27 years, so uh, they are certainly cat people, and now I am a cat person. Can, so. can you? Can we say definitively that we're drawing the line at two cats? Because you get three cats, you might as well have seven. Right. You're a crazy I, cat guy at agreed. that point. And, and, and like sometimes you look at the cats and you're like, I kind of wish this was a dog yep. do you ever do that no oh no. Okay. That was, no i never feel like taking them out for a walk no that's no, a red flag yeah, yeah red that's flag. a red flag be, that's a red flag you, have you ever asked a player do or would you identify as a cat or a dog like which one do you like more that's another classic like gm question that we've heard from i don't think teams. they do that anymore really uh, yeah. no, i don't think uh, i like how we're talking about like no the science has moved on yeah we've got some advanced yeah. stuff now right <laughs> PFT's hilarious. That's a great line. Oh, my God. Uh, you know, the science has evolved beyond asking if, the, if you could be any animal. Are you a cat what would you or a dog? Yeah, that's good. Uh, a cat guy, a two cat. I told cat, you. I, I, there was something uh, off about Eberflus from the moment I saw him. This is just only going to embolden you. Yeah. And they let him off the hook there just because he's not a four cat guy. Being a two cat guy is. He blamed it on his daughters. He did. His daughters and his wife. Yeah. He's been around ladies his whole life. <laughs> his wife for 27 years and his two daughters. So I think we know what Floos was trying to say there. You know what's amazing? But yeah, uh, that's true. We do. But before he met his wife uh, 27 years ago, maybe 28, I don't know, he was not around ladies, right? I, these are the only ones. These are the only ones. That he's loved enough to get him to become a cat person. I think that's what he's saying. Oh, it's important to them. It's important to him. And... Uh, Ryan Poles is judging the handshakes. We're evaluating handshakes at the combine as well. Do you like when you shake their hands? Are you trying to outgrip them in that initial handshake? Are yeah. you monitoring how how good their grip no. is? Oh man, we should analyze that because it's 
you get the whole spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. Because the there's cons, you know the soft ones concerning. Yes. Yeah. Dead fish. And then there's guys that try to break your hand. <laughs> like what are we trying to do? Yeah. You know, so. What I always look out for is um is if if I do a like real nice firm handshake on somebody and then they go over the top and you can tell that they're trying to prove something yeah. in the handshake. I don't like that. I like just solid handshake, eye contact, two seconds, break it off clean, <laughs> we're moving on. Have you ever had someone throw you the one that goes straight to the forearm? Oh, yeah. The, and you feel yeah, like I, you're in a secret society? Like yeah. yeah, you're like, what's yeah. going on in here? Yeah, I, just, <laughs> I sort of sweat thinking about that situation. <laughs> that one is That weird. makes me very uncomfortable. Yes. <laughs> very, very important thing. I have taught many people um, handshakes. Uh, Ruben, his friend yesterday, we were hanging out. He gave me a handshake. I was like, "Don't, don't do that." I, I, is that overstepping as a the parent of a friend? Just try to help. You taught him out? an eleven year old how to give a handshake, yeah, but said, you wouldn't let the eleven year old see a movie with a bunch of cartoon penises. Correct, correct. And I did not. But I think I think sometimes you don't have that person in your life that teaches you that, or maybe it hasn't happened yet. Well, maybe that person, yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like, does I, that person have that person in their life, and you're just judging that person's father? Um, yes. Yeah. That's that's what I thought. <laughs> Took about one follow up question to crack that code. But I'm stepping in because <laughs> yeah. it takes a village, Danny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, let me tell you, when I'm hanging out with Owen and Eli, yeah. when I'm bringing them to monster trucks because uh, Owen yeah. is smitten forever. Yeah. And then a post game movie about penises. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I go to shake Owen's hand and say goodbye. If that's not a good handshake, I'm going to say something. At three? No. Okay, you're going to give him a little bit of grace. Absolutely. Not okay. a three, but like, you know, seven, eight. Seven, seven eight, he's got to have a good handshake. Yeah, I don't know if that's your place. To, to tell a kid, hey, just so you know, people really judge you on a handshake. So this is how you give a good handshake. I think I'm, I'm helping out. I don't think there's a parent in the world who would think I'm overstepping my bounds. Danny? Or is there? <laughs> I mean, I, I would, you know, it's different. I don't think there's a parent on the show who would think I'm I've got a daughter, so it's a little bit different, but I would, I would say, you and know her what? Her handshake sucks, by the way. I know. I'm still work, working on it. Um, I would say, you know what? The world does judge people on handshakes, but it's dumb. So, yeah. like, so if, you, if you have a choice, like, you know, give a nice firm one, but also who cares what the world says about your handshake? It doesn't tell everything you need to know. Yeah. I also person. Think eye, eye contact is bigger than the handshake. Sometimes you, you fumble it when you go in. Sometimes your hand aren't compatible with the other person. I'm a sweaty hands guy. I had it my whole life. I Ooh. hate it. It's a curse. Oh, that's yeah. tough. I, I always try to like you know wipe it off before giving a handshake. You yeah, know? but it's tough. Yeah, like, it's not easy. I, I prefer not to. That's why I bring the COVID era back. Hey, elbow bump. You know what I mean? I'm cool with that. <laughs> you, you famously <laughs> yeah. thought it was better in COVID at you, the time. Yeah. I said, guys, we're overlooking something really great about this. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to see or touch anybody. Right, yeah. Tanny, famously pro COVID. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, there was a while there. It's like, no, this is working out because it made him feel special because he was a, a, an essential worker. When Shep said he was 0% concerned about it, he was like, get more concerned. This is serious. This is our ticket to not seeing anybody anymore. I forgot that Shep mushed COVID, essentially. I, I mean, Zero. If, if the score at its 100-year anniversary did a worst takes in the history of the radio station, uh, it would win. It would be the worst opinion given in the history of this radio oh, station. Boy. Oh, boy. Tanny? Tanny? Can, can we hear it? Yeah. Shane, we have time? Yeah. Yeah, we don't have any one last thing questions, so do whatever you want. Oh. Oh, did you well, not solicit? Get, tell people. We, got, so we have some on the text line, but we, we can get some. But, but, so great on the text line. Yeah, but let's hear it. 
I've been talking to a lot of people around here, and I mean here being the United States, uh, my personal life, or even around the offices today. Because, Shep, I assume you won't mind this. What is your personal level of concern with coronavirus? 0.0. Okay. Shane Reardon, I was talking to him this morning. He felt the same way. Tanny, what's your personal level of concern with coronavirus? Well, it's not 0.0. I can tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) Zero point. That's remarkable. You said personal level. (laughs) Oh, sure. I didn't die. (laughs) Yeah. I only tested positive once. Yeah. That's true. My personal level of concern is still 0.0. <laughs> right, right, right. In the context of that, it was like, how much is all, all of our lives going to change? I think that question was asked on like March 14th of 2020. Hey, I got a promotion during COVID. <laughs> That's true. You know, it did work out well <laughs> for you. Really it relates well to that you. clip. All right. Oh, good point. 0.0. Ah, oh, it's all time. Hmm. We'll answer a question or two if Shane can find a good one. Parkinson Spiegel on the score. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. It's been a long four hours. Afternoons on the score. Just one more thing, please. I thought you had a clock to punch. I do. I'm leaving right now. It's time for One Last Thing. Let's let someone else ask a couple questions. I just want to ask you. And then we'll come back to you. One question. How about that? Let's let everybody else we'll come back to you. Ask any question. I just want to ask you. For anyone on the show. Then I can figure out who I want to answer to. I don't need your help with that. I just want to ask you. One question. Does anyone else have another question first? I got a question. All right. I just want to ask you. Thank you. One question. One Last Thing with Parkinson Spiegel on 670 The Score. We like to end the show with your questions. What do we got, Shane? Any good ones? From the 847, um, who is the first person to die in a zombie apocalypse and who lasts the longest? Oh, God. For those watching Last of Us, I think. I, I'm i sure I die first. See, I, I'm pretty sure I die first. Yeah, I think either one of those is probably valid. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah, no, I, it's fine. I mean. I lack, um, I lack the skills to evade. You know what I mean? Slow. Yeah. Slow with, I, I the, like, ba- slow with a bulky knee. I, 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 I just lack skills. So I, like, how, how would you? You'd really make- have to captivate one of those zombies with one of your thought experiences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See if he slows down for a second. Yeah. So, zombie. <laughs> what do you think? The bear. Yeah. It's really tough. Yeah, but it's just like, like they shouldn't take yeah. a, a Jalen Carter or Will Anderson with the first pick. Right. Trade it down. I'd have yeah. to. <laughs> See, I'd yeah. have to find a zombie who loved um, music and figure out what band they like, and yeah. I could just start singing some songs. You know, hey, zombie, what do you think of the cranberries? Yeah, zombie. <laughs> yeah. I don't like, I don't love any like any of our chances. Who do you think would last the longest on a deserted island, like Chuck Nolan Castaway style? Oh, me for sure. I agree. I, I have survival skills in a non-zombie apocalypse uh, world. Yeah, I think that I think you're the I think you're the right answer. Yeah, I would do whatever it takes to be on that island as long as possible. <laughs> I wouldn't try to be rescued per se. Yeah. I would make the best of it. Yeah, you would I have could. that motivation. Yeah, I would do terrible in that spot. All right. Yeah, that was like one of the main motivating factors for me in getting LASIK surgery. If I'm being honest, I was like, if I ended up on a deserted island before I had my LASIK surgery, I'd be blind immediately. I, uh, <laughs> even if there was food on the island, I wouldn't be able to see it. Yeah. So that was like uh, that. that was a big <laughs> factor in, in getting LASIK. Huh? I wanted to be able to see if I ended up on that island. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's, that's- 
Not That's a trip inside my brain. There's nothing doomy about that <laughs> yeah, one. Hey, I'm just letting you know. From the 630, uh, constructive feedback, stop doing one less thing. <laughs> no, that, that's not it. That's not the one I was looking for. Uh-huh. Uh, from the 319, what's a weird food combination that you love? For example, this person's is Cool Ranch Doritos dipped in ketchup. Yeah. So he's pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> or she. Uh-huh. 923. Uh-huh. A weird one. I like pineapple on most things. You know? Pizza, obviously. It's not that weird, but pineapple and stir fry. Like, I'll put a big slice of pineapple on a burger. Again, maybe that's not weird enough. Pineapple on a burger? Yeah, I've had a pineapple on a on a burger, a sliced pineapple on a burger. I've never had that. Fabulous. I love Jardinera. Personally, Marconi's my favorite. I put on everything, even my shoes. (laughs) (laughs) I've done that before. Famously. Yeah. I like cream cheese on my waffles. I don't know if that's very weird, but that's like a just if you want to be easy and do like an Eggo waffle in the toaster, a little bit of cream cheese on there. Wow. Awesome. Do you like bristle at cream cheese and sushi rolls? Do you consider it not no, sushi? No, that's I like that. Like I love Philly rolls. Yeah, okay, me yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't have a good one. I feel like I'm a pretty bl- like but I, I'll eat anything. Right? We all eat anything. We have good palates on this show. Yeah. We always like we'll, we'll go to anywhere for a restaurant. But Pineapple on burger, I gotta say. I've never heard of that yeah. before. Give it a shot. I'll give that a shot. Need to rest. Need to rest. Yeah, you're right. Someone did say we should stop doing one last thing. And night. he said it three times. Yeah, yeah stop texting. Really wanted to get that point across. Yeah. It's good sometimes. We get good questions sometimes. Yeah, it's a nice that, way to end the show. Yeah, I thought I thought today with the zombie question was good. Yeah, was solid. A good one. Don't worry, folks. We'll go back to what we're watching on TV. <laughs> 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 Those are not the only options. Yeah. Okay. It's like when uh, people were upset that the winner of the MLB All-Star game got home field advantage, and he, and somebody would say, well, remember how it used to be? They just used to flip back and forth just yeah. to alternate. Those are not the only two options. Right. Yeah, you could have yeah. done anything else. You right. used to talk to the next show. Ugh, who wants to do that? <laughs> Especially when it's Gabe coming up. Oh, see, us. I love Gabe. Yeah, he's all right. Speaking of TV, though, go watch The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, the new Nick Cage movie with Pedro Pascal. Oh my God! Is it incredible? That is fun. really yeah, it got a seventy-eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's a very funny movie. It's I hysterical. I, fr- I didn't realize that's Pedro Pascal. Of course yeah. it is. Now I'm putting it all Watched together. Watched it last night. It was awesome. I saw the trailer and I thought it looked kind of ridiculous. Yeah, I remember how pumped we were for that movie when it came out. Yeah, I never got around to seeing it. I'll have to check it. And The Last of Us, just the buzz keeps growing. I feel oh like everyone God. in my life is talking about this show. One of the best episodes of television I've ever seen last night. Really? Yeah. I, I got to catch up. Wow. On it. All right. Man, I'm way behind on everything. Thank you to Ryan McGuffey and Adam Hogue. They were our guests on today's radio program. Thank you to Kevin Lapka, Twitch chat, video stream. Thank you, sir. Shane Reardon, our executive producer. Thank you, sir. You said Gabe Ramirez coming up. I saw Big Ann Heron in the hallway. Must as, be together. As well. That must be the twofer. Yeah, it's detective work by us. Can't get anything by us. You guys wowed by our intellect. Don't make assumptions now. Yeah, it's true. Anthony Heron just loves hanging around here. He could just be visiting possible this is where he dropped his son off for daycare today so <laughs> you guys can talk about speaks you now know how aunt felt to, to be snubbed i know exactly we can bond about that you will Since bond about you snubbing shane him. snubbed me yeah okay on the street today whatever you gotta tell yourself pumpkin shane reardon our executive producer thank you sir chris Tannehill makes us sound better than we are each and every day for matt spiegel and danny parkins we are parkins spiegel this is the score hey twitter world is me yours truly in any event it's done it's over now <laughs> Down goes Murdoch. I'm just saying. Take care. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 